Recently, Bookmark stopped by the Catholic Marketing Network and got a chance to catch up with various authors in attendance. We hope you enjoy this interview. And here we are continuing our conversations at the Catholic Marketing Network in Birmingham, Alabama. Stopping by is author Fred Vilbig. His book, Leave No Soul Behind, a Catholic handbook. Nice to meet you. First nice time to meet on you, book. Doug. So, Thank uh, you. so are you a professional writer, been doing these for years, or what's the story? No, God is, God's a very annoying person. Have you ever noticed that about him? I was, uh, I had these, I was asked to give a talk. I put these thoughts together. I'm driving by a Baptist church and all of a sudden this idea pops into my mind about write a book. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, no, that's the most ridiculous idea that I've ever had. And it wouldn't go away. And so I ended up writing the book. I didn't like it. God brought an editor into my life mm -hmm. who happened to have written, she'd been an editor for Random House. Okay. And I asked her, I said, did you ever edit anything I would have seen? And she said, yes, there was that book that won the Pulitzer Prize. Okay. And I said, would you, you mind? hold that against her, though. No, no, no. But, I, <laughs> but what I did was I, I said, well, would you mind reading this? And she was waiting for a medical procedure, and she said, no, that'd be fine. So within a week, she got back, and she said, we have to get this published. So Really? But I had no, this, this was never on my radar. Okay. So let me ask you, you define it as a Catholic handbook. I mean, uh, I know the Scouts used to have a handbook. What, what makes this a handbook? Well, I talk about, <clears throat> so let me talk a little bit about the book. So uh, I have 11 children, uh, 10 of whom have fallen away from the faith. I'm trained as a lawyer. My degree is in neotomistic philosophy. Mm. I can argue with the best of them. Um, but I, with the response that I get from my kids are eye rolls. You probably get that. So um, I, uh, I thought, well, what do I do? Well, you need to engage God. Mm. And the way you engage God is through prayer. And so many Catholics have not been catechized well, especially my generation. And so what I wanted to do in the book was to explain, well, what is prayer? Why is the Our Father important? What is the Hail Mary about? What are some of these other prayers that are out there? The second part is holiness, living your faith. And the fact that people look at the Ten Commandments as, oh, God says, I can't do these things. It's a negative kind of a thing. But actually, you can recast them all as being uh, words of love, mm -hmm. that God wants us to love selflessly, which is the way Jesus loved us in dying on the cross. Right. And so I talk about that, and I talk about the spiritual and uh, corporal works of mercy, and I tie in the saints with all of them. And then the last part of the book is about sacrifice. That Jesus said, come follow me. He went to the cross, and it wasn't an option. When Peter tried to protest right after calling him, you know, you were blessed because, you know, the, the fathers revealed this to you. Then he says, you, you know, get behind me, Satan. It was emphatic that we follow him and go to the cross. Right. And we unite our sufferings through the mass, uh, which is Jesus on the, uh, on the cross. So I'll leave me, it at that. Let me ask you with this, you know, uh, obviously we've been doing the show for a number of years. There, there's probably more books being published now than there ever has been, actually, even Catholic books, especially in a lot of ways and various topics like these and others. What makes you, in your mind, what, what perspective are you bringing to this that you think makes this book a little bit different? Well, okay, so you interviewed Father, I think it was Walsh, he's a Norbertine yes. priest, and he mentioned that when he does monthly meetings with his parishioners, one of the biggest questions is, people say, our children have fallen away from the faith, what do we do? Right. I try to address that question as from the perspective of a father of 11 okay. and a, from the perspective of a lay person mm -hmm. because the battle is being fought in the trenches mm -hmm. and that it, it is a spiritual battle that we're fighting. Right. And so I think that perspective is a little bit different 
Right. And I hope it brings value. So I think you mentioned 11 children, 10 fallen away. Did I get that number right? The one who hasn't, where were they in the Quran? And number one. Number one. She's number one. Okay, she's number one. <laughs> and she has her seventh on the way. Okay. So God bless her. She's well, what was it about, do you think, her upbringing that was different than the others who followed? We don't know. Okay. That's the thing that's, because they all went to, we sent them all to Catholic school. Mm -hmm. um, we sent them, you know, I, I would I bribed them with breakfast to go to mass with me in the morning. Mm -hmm. And we, we would do, you know, we prayed, yeah. you know, I would read to them, you know, we did all the same things. Right. We don't know. My wife and I have talked about this many times. We just don't know. Right. Um, and society is such a... What does she think? Did you oh, ever ask her? Yes, we did. Yes, okay. we did. Social media. Uh -huh. Right. That's what I was She saying. says she was kind of pre-social media okay, right. and all the other kids were kind of as it was growing and developing. Right. And I was the president of the Catholic Lawyers Association in St. Louis, and we had a priest come in and talk to us from North St. Louis, which has a lot of problems. And somebody asked him, said, uh, what do you think of social media? And without batting an eye, he said, work of the devil. Right. And it has caused more problems. People are so depressed and right, anxious. Right. And we think it has a lot to do with social media and all of the garbage right. that's on it. Right. So. Right, well again, it's people being taught a lie. I mean, he's the father of lies. It's a fantasy. Yes. Right. It's a fantasy that Satan projects right. to try to draw people away from, you right. know, and he says, you'll be happy if you do this. But if you look at society, right. all those people are miserable. Right. Well, because once he lures you in and you fall for it, then he turns on you. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, also, there's a hole in our hearts, mm -hmm. and we try to fill that hole with all kinds of things in this life. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, uh, Saint, uh, I'm sorry, Father Gergou Lagrange wrote sure. about this. He wrote about how that heart is, in, that hole is immense, that there's, there's almost like a universe in our hearts. Yeah. And the only thing that will fill Augustine, that is right. God. Yes, Augustine talks about that. Right. You know, uh, you know that. Hearts we, are restless, right? Yeah, our hearts are restless who rest in thee. Right. But the, the idea is that we, the only thing that will fill that hole in our hearts is God. Did you ever wonder, I mean, maybe it's a situation, and I, I don't mean to get, but I think it, it relates to the book, and I'm just interested as a, an indication from your family. Did, did none of the other children look at the oldest, your oldest daughter and say, gee, life is pretty good for her. It seems like it's working out really well. What, what's different about just her situation? Just the opposite. Really? Just the opposite. Yeah. They, they've kind of ostracized her because she, she's living this oh, okay. uh, life that is totally different. Right. And uh, She's so last century. <laughs> <laughs> She's so pre-social media. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I think that that is sort of the turning point. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people who are caught up in what do people think about me? And the whole thing with, you know, some of these things that come out on TikTok where, you know, you have to do this or that. And people die as a result of some right, of these right. silly things that right. they do. It's crazy. It is just crazy. Well, yeah, sometimes I think it's a function of people who have too much time on their hands which is not a good situation with social media because people get sucked into that and they need a little more something to spend their time on. A lot of us grew up, you know, having jobs when we were 14 or 15 or 16 right. years old, whether it was mowing lawns or whatever it was. In the world we live in today, a lot of people haven't had that experience. You know, our society, we seem to want to promote products and things that give people um, a leisure. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it was a Joseph Piper that talked about how 
you know, um, what was the name of his book? It was about uh, uh, leisure and culture right, and society. Right, I remember the name. I remember and, the book, I don't remember. Right, the, right, right. Anyway, um, you know, the idea was that if we had more leisure, we would develop more culture, we'd be, well, it's just the opposite. You right. know, we, we are so, we, we live in such a narcissistic society right. that we turn in on ourselves when we have time. Right. And it's, it's sad, it results in very unhappy and, and people. And to dovetail on what you're saying, and this is obviously the whole social media, the whole idea of the selfie, says it right there. That's yeah. all narcissism. Oh, This idea yes. that people are taking pictures of themselves that nobody will look at but, but besides them, whether they realize it or not. And some of those pictures that people take, they're taking them by cliffs and then they yeah. fall off the cliffs. Right, right. You know, uh, they do crazy things in order to promote themselves. Because they get hung up on themselves. Right. They lose focus on reality because they're so focused on themselves. And the point is, as we all learn through life, there's always some who are greater and some who are lesser. And the more you try to measure yourself against other people, the more depressed you're going to get. Because yes. you're not perfect. We are not sufficient for our own happiness. If we were, solitary confinement wouldn't be cruel and unusual punishment. Right. And the way to happiness is the cross. Jesus emptying right. himself completely out of love of God, out of love of us. Right. And that's what we're called to, is a selfless So love. is this your first book you, you, you actually wrote? Well, I wrote, it, I wrote another book that's a law-based book. Okay. Uh, it was a collection of columns that I did, but basically this was the first book of and, this time. And how do you usually write when you're writing? Uh, In the I, morning, time of day, on a computer, longhand, what do you? I, I, I'm one of those that writes out longhand, and after mass Very lawyerly morning, of you, right? I know, I know. <laughs> People make fun of me for that. Um, <laughs> like you're doing. Get anyway. out the legal pad, right? <laughs> yeah. So when I, I after Mass, I go into the church. The, we, we have a, a Blessed Sacrament Chapel, but I go into the church, right. and I usually pray and write in there. And so that's basically where I write. Okay, and you said you might be working on another book? Yes, the next book is uh, The Pursuit of True Happiness, okay. True in, in uh, parentheses. And the idea is it's a reflection on the four last things, focusing on St. Alphonsus okay. Liguori and his preaching that he did in the 1700s at a time that I think is very similar, analogous right. to our time, uh, where people want to talk about logic and reason. Right. And he, he brought people back to the faith through reflecting on these things. But I look at, you know, St. Uh, uh, John Bosco and his reflections on hell, his uh, dream that he had about hell, right. uh, talk about I always bring the saints in because right. they, they get, should be our heroes. Get those two pillars, yes. the Eucharist and Our Lady. Okay, yes. very good. Fred Vilvig, Leave No Soul Behind a Catholic Handbook. Well, good luck. I hope thank you, you sell some at the show. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for stopping by. And thank you by. for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. To get a copy of the materials mentioned on this episode of EWTN Bookmark, log on to our web store, EWTNRC.com, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, or call 1-800-854-6316.